Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, back into it with our roundtable. Catherine Swift, former head of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Buzz Hargrove, former head of the Canadian Auto Workers. So let me ask you this. Uh, we've got the potential for a teacher's strike. There's job action starting with the elementary teachers on Tuesday. Uh, there's already a strike vote been taken, and overwhelmingly by secondary school folk, but they've got to give a five-day notice that they've not yet given. But, you know, it's there. It's uh, in the pipeline. Ditto for the Catholic teachers. And uh, I might as well add, out west, you've got 3,200 Teamsters who have walked off the rail jobs, and uh, that is really a concern for farmers trying to get canola and wheat to market, and uh, there's no way of doing that, and it could rot in the silos or in the field. So, uh, first of all, there's talk of uh, making both of the above an essential service. Does that make sense to you, Swifty? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, I understand that it's uh, it's something that sounds appealing because, you know, you'd think, okay, there's going to be some continuity. There's going to be people on the job here. Uh, it usually ends up costing more, however, because, um, you know, if you... If you uh, the, the unfortunate thing, of course, in the public sector anyway, was that it should never have been unionized in the first place. We're seeing now, well, we've been seeing for quite some time now, that the price we've paid for that mess, because there's not a proper countervailing force, you, you know, when you're with dealing with government. It's not like it's, mm. it's not like the private sector, um, and the the poor. I just got back from Calgary uh, on uh, on Sunday night. I was out there speaking at a conference, and boy, those poor folks. They don't need another shot in the head. And this CN strike is awful, just an awful thing for that that part of the country. Uh, and I would like to. I mean, I I think in in that instance anyway. I think that Trudeau should have brought the brought the government back to to um, right. and say leg- back to legislate work. them back to work. Exactly. How yep. about it, Buzz? Legislate them back to work. Well, well, I just I'd like to make uh, just a, a couple of points. Firstly, this is not the end of the world. There, you have one railway on strike. You still got another railway running. You got trucking uh, out there, and truckers are sitting as you see thousands of trucks sitting around in different parking lots that could be used to move uh, some of the mining uh, uh, material. They say it's not the same capacity, though. It, it could be the same capacity if you used uh, or took advantage of the trucks or, uh, that are there. Everybody said that no pipelines meant they couldn't get oil to market. Well, they use, they're using oil on the trains. Uh, this may be a godsend for the oil industry. It may drive up the prices where our Canadian producers will start to get a decent price. Canola, we don't have uh, a market for our canola. so yeah, We've got to get it out to Asia. It's either going to rot. Well, no, nobody's buying it in Asia. Well, they China's say, already cut it. That was our big market. We haven't got another Japan, market. Japan, I thought we, Japan was a market. A very minor market. Very minor. Not a. We can supply every market we have for canola right now, we can supply it, even with the strike uh, going on. So it's not the end of the world. And, you know, you, you, in, a, in a democracy, there has to be a recognition that working people have rights too. What are these guys striking over? I haven't heard them mention money. They're talking about safety, hours of work. Uh, how many people they put on a, uh, in a yard to make sure that uh, their colleagues don't get hit by a, a rail train being shunted 
in from a, a mile or two away. Yeah, but and I'd so, like to see how valid that is because a lot of times safety, because safety always them. sounds so sympathetic. No, but you know, the they company put, hasn't rejected the argument, uh, Catherine. I, I agree with you. That usually the company comes out immediately and says that's not the case. They say, CN saying we're cutting out 1,600 more people. And that means less people in the yards, less people on the trains, less conductors, less less. Uh, so it's not as simple as it sounds. And and Catherine's right. You you know, be careful what you wish for. If you go to an arbitrator, you may very well find that they'll recognize the real issues that the union faces. Well, I think though that the you can say it's not the end of the world, and there are alternatives. But once again, if your usual you know if your usual way of doing business is disrupted, then it's not just you don't just snap your fingers and immediately go to something else. The oil being con- you know. Being, trans, uh, being transported by tr- train only happened, you know, there had to be all kinds of rail cars brought on. And anyway, on and on and on. So it's not quite as simple as saying that, oh, there's these alternatives, no no biggie there, because it is a big deal for an awful lot of these people that have already been uh, harmed by stupid policies with China that, that uh, ruined a lot of our exports there and, and so on. And I think it, it's incumbent upon the federal government. This is in their jurisdiction. They should come back now uh, and not wait and not let more harm happen to these these farmers and other other business people. Quickly, let me ask you, uh, the Ford government has torn up all, all these green energy contracts, about 759 of them, at a cost of $231 million, according to the NDP. Uh, but the Associate Energy Minister was saying yesterday, uh, this is, you know, on a dollar-efficient basis, a better move than actually having to fulfill these contracts for a long, long time. Catherine, you Absolutely. see Absolutely. Well, this is unfortunately when we get to, to the old green energy, you know, plan that drove up hydro costs for everybody in this province, made many, many businesses uncompetitive and has created economic problems uh, for the province in a lot of different ways. The only This all went into that global adjustment number. You know, that number you see on your bill, you think, what the heck's that? It's half your bill. Right. Uh, they This had to happen to get a grip on the growth current and projected for that global adjustment. So it's unfortunate. Why did the Wynn government tie future governments, often for decades, into these ridiculous high-paid contracts that paid way more for hydropower than ever, ever should have happened in the first place? Like That's the where to point the, the finger. That's where, oh, like the 407, years. what does the 407 have to do, Buzz? Good Lord. It's a con- wanna, what contract we mentioned? signed by Tories. You, the only <laughs> contracts you read... Are the ones you want to read or mention? Not the true. The Tories signed some pretty dumb contracts. I'm not. I'm as not well. Ernie Eves. I and think I 407 was dumb. Agree. <laughs> I don't agree that 231 million will be the last. Charges will be a hell of a lot more than that when they're done. You can't bust that many contracts and walk away from them uh, and settle for that uh, amount of money. And I don't believe if it was that simple uh, that this is going to be cheaper than what it was before, you'd hear Doug Ford out making this argument. He's not. Well, all right. Uh, Remains to be seen if, in fact, he will get out in front of it. Uh, I'm going to have to leave you on that note. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.